Hello, welcome again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses with your host Jay. Today we will be talking about Batman. And um, we're going to give it a little bit of love, we're going to give it a little criticism. And, um, and one thing is like when you say something like that, um, the, the thing that pops in your head, it's like, okay, well, which Batman? Because it's probably, you know, on the heels of us talking about reboots and remastering, it's probably the most rebooted character. <laughs> and, um, even, even not even rebooted, like so many different actors and everything. So you're wondering like DC, when are you going to get like stick with something, you know, when they, and then one thing is like, you know, Batman has been through the, uh, evolving stage it was one of our first big um comic book movies come out and it's evolved through you know basically how the movies have gone you know when they were just straight comic booky and um you know like uh just pulling things right out of there and then to the grounded versions of it when you had you know the nolan series and then bring it into the universe and how um the dc universe and see how things work around with that so um let's say there haven't been reasons for the reboots and everything like that um and then we're on the heels of yet another one but first what i wanted to the main thing that i really want to focus on is you know as we well through this evolution once we hit the the nolan movies which was actually really i mean the as I said before, it's like probably Batman Begins is one of the best uh, introduction movies, period. Um, and it's funny because like uh, you got Batman Begins, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman, you know, our our, our triad right there of DC, um, Justice League and everything. And their origin movies were epic, you know, and they were epic in a sense, too, that they weren't just good movies, but they're also reinvented stories that we had heard so many times or went down a road um, of exploring something new. So it wasn't really just a rehash of the story that you were quite familiar with amongst all three of them. And one thing you got to think about, too, is like these characters were created in some cases, you know, you're talking about 50 to 100 years ago. Um, So the origins of them and the stories and everything that was created at the time, you know, it's not at the standard of where we're at now. So to create origin stories now um, off of something that had been created at the time of that, you know, it's difficult, you know, to make it viable for a world that we're in right now that, you know, especially everybody's super cynical. So, you know, super cynical, critical, everything. So, um, you know, to make that into something that we can digest now and still be true to it, it it's, it's a hard task. And those three movies are super successful. Aquaman, not so much. Um, but, uh, you know, and I, not, I don't want to get too much into it, but, you know, Aquaman really was, I don't want to say it was an origin, it was an origin story. It was a uh, first solo movie. So, you know, just so we don't like sour DC origin movies, <laughs> because, you know, because it was after Justice League. So um, a character that had already been established and um, in another movie and everything like that. And they didn't really go much into origins really was afterwards. And they talked about stuff, blah, 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 movie stuff. But um, <laughs> um, anyway, the Nolan movies. um really set the tone for where we wanted 
our comic movies to be, what we wanted them to look like, the tone that we wanted to feel from, and um, the the grounding of the hero, the villain, the story. We didn't want something just pulled out of a comic and thrown up there or something like just characters pulled out of the comic and whatever the director decides, whatever story the director decides to make, um, you know, spitting out whatever that would be. Um, so we, we, we want original stories based on things from comics, but feeling real and feeling that you can connect with the character. That tone was set with that. And I have to say that, you know, everything that we got afterwards came from that even the marvel ones you know it's there the marvel the tone is completely different but that tone was you know the the ante was up you know it's like this is where we want our movies they were super successful in everything and you know and marvel they they started you know drawing out their plan and everything and they made sure that everything that they did did was on that level you know they weren't they weren't dark but they were, um, I mean, it, it, the way the way the thing was, we weren't really requesting dark movies, which is something that, you know, DC really kind of needs to get into and understand that um, more or least, you know, in the Zack Snyder world, um, dark does not equal good. <laughs> but, you know, like Marvel, they show that you can do justice, create original stories, character involvement and everything like that um, and be and be at that level. But that level was set by Batman Begins in this whole trilogy. And also it being, you know, this three movie thing where you're having a story carried out. But what I, the, the controversial part that I want to talk about, because this is, you know, everybody loves this, you know, uh, there are still people that say like, oh, you know, I love Michael Keaton, blah, 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 all that. I'm, just, I'm not one of them. I never, even when that was the only thing that was that I did not like Michael Keaton. I love him as an actor and I extremely, extremely love his, his villain playing as Vulture and other things that he's done. Um, and just in other movies, you know, I, I love the guy. I think he's great. I just did not like Batman, you know, um, but whatever. But some people, they love that. You know, some people feel nostalgic and they're never going to change your mind. Understood. Um, but so but everybody else <laughs> says that, you know, like this is the greatest movie. This is, you know, whatever. Um, people are a little mixed reviews on the last one, but everybody first. Actually, the second movie is like undisputed, like. So beyond epic, the best Joker we've seen, um, that the uh, the the best that type of Joker we've seen. Because I don't want to discount the uh, the 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 one that we've seen recently, Joaquin Phoenix. Like I mean, that that was that, but that was so otherworldly. It's apples and oranges, you know. So you you can't compare them like that. It did something completely different. It had a whole different mindset and thing that it was trying to show. That wasn't trying to be a comic book movie. That was trying to take a comic book character and emphasize an aspect of that character, which it did brilliantly. And so while the Dark Knight Joker, that was the Joker. And that was not just, um, that wasn't every aspect of the Joker. Because, you know, as we know with the DC comics, um, all comics, but DC specifically is, they're very inconsistent. You know, if you ever picked up them, any of them like it and you pick them up at different times you're like wait a minute what is what is i, I don't even know this person's origin story because there i've got two different ones going on here what is going on 
So, you know, like the whole thing, everything's all about, you know, they answer by having different arts and whatever. But, you know, basically different writer could be anything. Um, no consistency. So um, to and the Joker has been like they're shown in many, many different lights. So anything that you could do, well, you could pick off of different lots of different things. But the one in Dark Knight is, I mean, that one I feel like super, super true to. I also feel super true to the one in Gotham. I mean, Gotham, and and the one thing, you know, I, I love uh, Gotham about it is because it's a series, it allows them to develop characters from, you know, from a regular standpoint to see them grow into the villains or heroes or whatever and give like lots of story and dimension to them because you have multiple episodes you know you can do this over the course of a season you could do it over multiple seasons something that you don't have that ability to do in you know a two and a half hour movie so you can't compare that too because they're on different aspects. So, you know, you're telling me I've got 15 episodes to develop this character. You know, that's, you know, basically like 15 hours versus, you know, two and a half. So, and you can, in that two and a half, you can't just make it about developing that one character. You've got all this other stuff going on. So the development of the Joker in, in the series, completely different of what anything you could possibly do in the movies. So can't compare them. So I, I love both. And I feel like the both did like amazing justice. And also the with the series, they were able to pull from all these different aspects, uh, which which I love because they did their homework with. But that's a whole other thing. Um, really, what I want to talk about is um, because this is such an established great movie trilogy. Um, how does it, but it was also, it was a while ago, you know, and we've also, we've seen, you know, they rebooted with the whole DC universe of having, you know, Batman versus Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad cameo, um, all this other stuff. And, um, on top of all these other movies that have been happening. So does something that was done, you know, like, what, like a decade ago still hold up? you know, of, of that, what that level of superhero movie was, how is that now? And people still like, and you know, they, there's no question with Dark Knight, literally no question. That was the most flawless movie, period, um, that you could think of, you know, and, you know, I, just thinking about that movie gives me chills. Forget about watching it. And there's so many, so many strong lines. That's the one thing that I really, really, I mean, I love a lot of things, but one thing that I seriously love about this trilogy is there's so many memorable lines and um, things, you know, and they're not like, you know, big solilo soliloquies given off, you know, it's just, or like a one-liner or something. It's not like, you know, I'll be back or whatever, but you know, it'll be a phrase or just something like, you know, or a, a little mini speech that somebody gives that is so powerful that, you know, like, People be like, you know, posting memes of it in on the internet or, you know, or whenever you're talking about, it's like, oh, you know, it's like you're, you're bringing it to conversation, you know, to be talking about something or referencing some other idea. And that is incredible. I think of that, you know, and that's what us nerds like. We like to quote movies and in our regular lives and we're not always around other nerds that are pick it up, but, you know. So to have something that you can apply into normal life, and um, it's funny when you're doing this and people don't even realize it because they don't pick up the reference. I love that. Um, 
but it's it, it makes me laugh you know sometimes you do kind of want that one person to be like it's like oh yeah that's from dark knight you know i get stuff a little validation um but other times then they're like wow that's really deep and you're like yeah just thought of it <laughs> yeah right you know um so you know pluses and minuses there for either side but so, you know, I went back, I watched the the whole trilogy um, and, you know, and, you know, you're expecting to find, you know, plot holes. You're expecting to find, you know, like, you know, usually when you watch something that's been a while and you've already got a new idea of something, you know, of, you know, a Batman or different villains that we've seen and stuff. Then you're like, oh, you know, it's a little corny or whatever, stuff like that. But, you know. Batman Begins was still freaking chills through and really was it was such a you know going back and you're really realizing how perfect that origin was um of everything being built and um and like I said Dark Knight perfect Dark Knight Rises and even and even though and it's funny because because that movie was out of the trilogy the one that got the most flack out of it still a freaking great movie still powerful and like you know it's got that um textbook nolan thing in the background like where the um the soundtrack carries the movie you know it gives that tempo it's got the you know that 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 thing like you know i mean it's an exception inception rules it you know um so whatever's going on even if there's nothing like even that opening scene where you know the the whole plane hijack and you're thinking about you're sitting down and i still every time i watch that i remember watching in the movie theater and i remember even before watching the movie theater a friend of mine telling me like you know because obviously what we do we talk about stuff before we go to see it i said like it's like yeah you know like from the moment it starts action-packed and you're like really wow and you know i'm like okay you know people say that a lot of times but then when i was sitting there and literally watching that scene unfold and it was it wasn't even a whole lot you know well there was a whole lot going on but it's like you know jumping right into a mission impossible scene and it's not even like the mission possible opening scene it's like the middle one or the ending one or something it's that freaking epic and you're five minutes into the freaking movie and you're like wow it's like okay here is the tone and there's tons of things that you could pick apart about that like the one thing with that that particular movie was the pacing um like uh it's one of those things where it's like okay so and when i say pacing i mean like not like how fast it felt or anything but um timeline sake you know because uh in for an example of this is okay so let's take the scene of like you know he's had his big fight with bane and you know obviously broke him he's put in the prison and like the whole timeline from that of like how long he's in there what's going on outside there it's like everything is just happening like on top of each other but then you're like okay so is this the next day? Is this the next week? Is this a month from now? And when he comes back into Gotham, he seems to be in four different places in Gotham at the same time. One, like you never see how he gets in there. And, you know, when you're thinking about it, it's like, okay, so the bridges are all cut except for this one. And, you know, he doesn't have any contact with Alfred. So how does he even get in the city? from wherever he was in freaking Iran or wherever the heck that place was. How did he make it over to Gotham? You know, and um, how did, uh, and then he's, uh, and then the thing where he's, he, um, Gordon and the other cops are pushing them out into the ice. And there's the, the the fire stick, which obviously he had put there, right? And so, you know, he, and he tells them, you know, he's like, okay, light it up. And he ends up on the ice 
um, mythically, mystically, um, and the ice is solid underneath him. Um, and he'd been waiting for them to come out there the whole time. And he somehow, you know, they light up the, the bat um, thing along the bridge. How did he put gasoline up there, you know, in that time? And what has the time been? And then after that scene, while they're still showing the scene of, um, uh, Blake, um, where he's about to be shot, and then Batman ends up over there to save him. Like, okay, how is he in these different spots? And then he's also with Fox, and then he, you know, so it's things where you're like, okay, so this is the next day, this is that, or whatever. And like, okay, fine, but then from before he gets to Gotham, they say, okay, this bomb's gonna blow up in in 12, 12 24 to 12 hours from the, the different times, whatever. He still has, I think he doesn't get to Gotham until it's like 12 hours. So all the stuff that's going on, that him being in five different places all over the city, getting in here, managing to light up the, the thing, like all the stuff that he's doing is within 12 hours. So you're like, nah, you know, but like, okay, but that's, that's minor, you know? And like a lot of things you have to do is like, okay, it's a movie, you know? You're, how much of a freaking nerd are you gonna be? Are you enjoying the movie? Yes. Okay. So shut the frack up. <laughs> you know, it's like you can only be so freaking technical. Um, so to say that's something that bothered me, um, not so much, but that I was definitely aware of. Yes. Um, but as far as, but that was even like, you know, first time seeing it. This is like, you know, after uh, the million times of seeing it, but um, same thing, right? So, but, and this is, this is what I kind of want to say. So with the the Batfleck, one thing I, like just hearing about that originally because I was super Christian Bale, Christian Bale. No, there's no other Batman. There's just Christian Bale. And then when Ben Affleck, who I really don't like, you know, versus like, you know, Michael Keaton as an actor, I do like him. I do not like Ben Affleck in just about anything um, to be, and especially the last time he played, let's not even get on that. Um, so visibly and very, very annoyed. But then when I ended up seeing it, despite, you know, whatever Batman versus Superman was, I kind of did like him as Batman. And I did feel that he, what, he did play that older Batman very well. However, this is the gripe. And this is something like I had heard from like a Kevin Smith article uh, or whatever, but he had said, um, so maybe his podcast, I don't freaking know. It doesn't matter. But one thing he was talking about was how th this whole thing of how he's going on about Superman, right? And he's saying, oh, if there's even a 1% chance that he could be bad, then we have to take it as an absolute. It's like, what the hell, where did that come from? That is so not Batman. Um, and, um, and I'm all about creative liberties and stuff like that, but you gotta, as we always see, this is, you have to stay to the heart of the character, at least. Story, do whatever, and all this stuff, you know, everything, it's different, you know? Don't grill on directors for liberties and stuff. You don't always want to see the same stuff. But if you're going to see a character, you want to see the heart of the character. You don't want to change their core beliefs. And that's something that would not be Batman. Batman is somebody who he is extra, extra planning about everything. He's got a, a plan B through Z and for all these things. Is he going to plan for Superman going bad? Yup. You know, is he going to bring build kryptonite weapons? Yup. But is he going to say that if there's a chance that he could be, that I'm going to treat him like he's 
like he's definitely going to be? No, that doesn't make any damn sense. And the other thing that I didn't really care for is like he's one thing at the heart of Batman is he does not like guns. All all taken back to the thing of, you know, his parents being shot. So he never liked guns. And and, and through the Nolan things, he doesn't want to use guns. He never uses he uses all these gadgets. Batman is all about gadgets. Um and you know, he will fight people who will be you know, his, like, okay, for example, the thing with Catwoman, Catwoman's trying to shoot the guys, like, there's, like, 20 guys on them, she's trying to shoot him, he throws her gun away, he said, no guns, no killing, and she's like, are you freaking kidding me, and, you know, but, but that's what his belief is, and in freaking Batman Superman, he's got freaking a machine gun walking around, it's like, what is going on here, and the same thing in Justice League, it's, like, completely not him, and, like I said, you know, there's a level of how much of a bit of a nerd that you're going to be about things, but you want to stay true to the character. And I feel that while I enjoyed his performance and he was like very much like a very good old Bruce Wayne, I didn't feel like, you know, um, and he, you know, he was that, you know, um, Batman too, like an older Batman been through everything and all this stuff. He also, um, all this stuff about, his his character that was way off and of course you know here we go with the martha thing right to the core of batman is it's not he was never all about his mother um it was his parents it wasn't like okay your mother was killed no his parents were killed and in most things it's really been his father even closer you know as far and you know it's funny like and I've said this before the whole time when we were watching, you know, it says like, oh, Martha, whatever. It's like, and they're like, oh, wait, they both, they're both their parents are Marie and Martha. And it's like, wow, I never realized that. And you start thinking about why didn't I ever realize that? And they're like, I didn't realize it because it was never important because they never singled out Batman's mother being all that important. The, all the thing was, it was about the pearls. The, the pearls were important because of that, because of the whole thing of them falling and stuff. But she was, they never had scenes or anything about like, oh, you know, he was nurtured by his mother, you know, his father was all this. No, his father was the big one that he was trying to live up to. It was always about his father and just his parents as a whole, whenever they would include the mother. And it was never just her. It was never a more significance with that. So that was also way off. Um, so, you know, the... You know, and, and also like, you know, and when I'm watching the Nolan thing and you see, of course, the uh, the whole thing with his parents and like, you know, before it happened, that introduction and stuff and that seem it still seems very valid. You know, and it, it actually makes you question the things now. It's like, wow, you know, because I, I don't think I really caught on to that until I rewatched and said, it's like, yeah, that's why I never noticed it was not important, you know, because the, the core of Batman is what was in the, the Nolan. So, um, trilogy. So, and then off of this, you know, so, so now, now the, the question is, oh, here's the one thing that I didn't like, um, as far as, uh, character development and being consistent and honoring the character they're actually very good like catwoman was spot on right you know and their relationship was spot on they the chemistry and everything incredible 
However, Talia, you know, I, I like that they did like the surprise thing at the end, you know, you know, you're thinking like, oh, you know, Bane this, Bane is all this and whatever and all this stuff, Bane, Bane. And then it turns out, oh, Bane was just the bodyguard. He he was the hired hand. All this revolution talk, this wasn't even him. You know, um, he was just speaking the words coming from Talia al Ghul, which um, is, which is like, as far as plot driving, super cool. However, character driving, that is not Talia. Talia and him and Batman, they were like, you know, they didn't just hook up. They were like, they really were in love. And they had the back and forth thing, the same back and forth thing that he's got going on with Catwoman, but, you know, completely different. And uh, I mean, they, they literally, I mean, they have a child together, which, um, you know, and all that stuff. But they had that relationship where, you know, and she would often defy her father to to save him. You know, they would always be back and forth over that whole thing. And so this whole thing of like, oh, you know, you killed my father. So I'm building this whole revenge plot for you, like to to hurt you. It's like, no, that's not she she was not she was kind of a daddy's girl. And this fact that, you know, she grew up on these things. She believes in the league and all that. But when it came down to it, you know, she always picked love first and she was always caught between her father and him, you know? And so, I mean, they, they, the, the fact that they killed Raish, you know, that definitely, you know, sets a different tone for it. So I get it, but you know, the, the character, she is not that that's just not her, you know? Um, so you know, like, and actually the, the character is probably way closer in the Arrowverse. Um, so I don't know, but the, it, it's a minor thing. But for, I think that's, you know, when you're setting your whole movie off of this twist and the twist doesn't make sense to the character. Um, so then it's like, it's like, yes, no. And so, um, so I don't know, but it, you know, is that to ruin the movie? No. How, and, and another thing with that, you know, they're too deep hair. These things keep flying out. The um, the disconnect with Alfred. Um, Alfred would never, ever, ever leave Bruce. He would give him tough love. He would do all this stuff. But it was like, it's kind of like, you know, it got to that point and we're like, you know, they just went to him and like, you know what? Um, we can't afford to pay you for the whole movie. So we're going to have you do a little parting. And then, you know, you come back in the end. Um, and which, you know, and that's what it felt like, because you're like, what? You know, it's like you've been with him through all this stuff. And now you draw the line in the sand. It doesn't make any sense. And the the character is like he he, he is completely devoted to bruce protecting him and stuff and he to just leave and and like where the hell did he go are they gonna have to have like a side freaking um spinoff movie to say it's like oh this is what alfred was doing in the meantime because it doesn't make it where was he was he in gotham did he leave it completely and got stuck out and came back in the i don't know but it just does not fit and it does not fit the character um and and to to a gross degree where it is upsetting because you know like i will deal with you know little minor variations 
and stuff. But, you know, just like X-Men, they change Xavier too much sometimes, you know, and inconsistently within their own movie. And this is inconsistent within the movie because the previous Alfred would not have left. Um, so, but again, does that ruin the movie? No. Um, but so my beginning question is, does it hold up? It definitely does seem to hold up. However, um, and this is, this is the thing that kind of irritates me. Um, so, okay. So they decided to not go with, you know, like when, when this was coming out and they were doing Batman, Superman, everybody wanted Christian Bale. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, do that. He didn't want to do it, whatever. I get that. I understand that. Um, and they decided to, you know, ignore everything that happened in the movie and like, like, okay, but it was an older Batman. So you could say, okay, you know, like all this stuff was in the past. It was all in the past. Right. But then they come out with this whole new The Batman that is coming out next year. Um, well, depending on how things end up filming, right? And But this is a younger Batman. So we're like, okay. So now we cannot say that, okay, well, that, that stuff happened in the past. And now this is, this is just the older thing. It's like, no, we can't say that anymore. Now this is like a fresh, fresh reboot. Um, however, it's supposed to be like a whole different universe thing, which is, you know, it's DC. We can do that. Um, so I don't know. But do we we freaking need to see it rebooted again? Or can you not freaking goddamn focus on your universe and continuing with that? You know, if uh, Batfleck doesn't want to do it anymore, get a new one, a new person that fits to that line and move along. Don't reboot things and have to do everything all over again. Then we have to have a new Joker. Then we have to new, have a new this and all this and stuff. You know, it's like we don't want any more Batman. We don't want any more Jokers. Just focus on one and get them goddamn right. Okay? <laughs> or be consistent with them. Um, so, to say I'm looking forward to this new reboot, not really. Especially since, again, don't like the actor. Don't like him in anything else. But, you know, I can be open to saying like, okay, maybe it might be good. It's not looking good so far, but maybe it might be because I didn't think that it was going to be before and I ended up liking it more than I thought. Maybe I'll like it more than I thought and that'll be the highest I can expect. I don't know. But um, I, I, I do feel that after rewatching these um these now old um batman movies um that it's it really held the test of time you know as not just a a good movie but a good batman movie and i feel like they um not focusing so much on you know and it's funny because they, they did a good job of introducing villains without really making it about you know hero versus villain thing you know and i think that that's really what is bad and it um that's why it sticks so long because it's not it's not dated you know it's not something where like um you know like the original ones where you're gonna look at it you know 10 years later and it's like yeah that's just how we did movies then you know and it's this is something that carries along and um you know i i originally when i was thinking about it because of course when you you're thinking back you're thinking all the bad things you know i'm thinking about all those things from rise that i didn't like but then when i'm watching it it's like man it's like i'm freaking tearing up and like getting intensely brought into this movie despite these couple of things that i don't like this really feels just as passionate you know i, I can look past those stupid little minor things um 
so like uh it's it's still really amazing and you know really maybe they need to start doing their homework about how these things worked and how they can work that into their current world to make something work again not just be okay or be like okay that's decent or you know or that's not bad you know we don't want our our um our our, our measurements to be yeah that wasn't bad <laughs> it's like because it could be bad um it's like no we want epic we want great see you know take start taking notes from that stuff you know so um yeah that's all i got for now um we'll see as uh we get more about when this uh you know amount more productions will be starting but lord knows how these things are end up working um but how this new Batman, more information about that coming out. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but I hope you're enjoying and um, you're, you're seeing clearly and prescriptions filled. Until next time.